Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 203. Pay attention to the energy in your work. It's giving you direction. And this was inspired by, uh, yet again, another chapter in Rick Rubin's book, The Creative Act, A Way of Being, uh, the chapter on the energy in the work. (laughs) Uh, And of course, as always, uh, in the show notes, you'll see several links, workshops, the recommended reading list. In there, you will find The Creative Act. I put that in there as well. And it was interesting because even though he's talking about in, in a general manner between um, how you feel there's sometimes you feel really supercharged and you're like, you're just loving your work. You're in it. You can see it. You can feel it. You're like all systems go. I mean, you're, you're on it. You're on it. You just can feel it. It's a, it's a whole energy, if you will. Right. And then there's other times where you're like, it almost feels stagnant. It feels stalling. It feels forced. It feels, um, you know, overwhelming, burning out. And you have to be very careful as to what's going on because listen, sometimes the excitement is is there because you're you're moving within your heart's purpose. Right? And other times you may be moving in your heart's purpose, but it's a bit of a grind. Like you have to push through some of the technical, some of the admin, some of the the things that support the dream, that support the vision. And then other times, the work may be done, and it only served a shorter time than you might have thought. And that's what this chapter was about. Now, for any of you that are working for a company, for somebody else, this the same thing can apply. You could be really loving your gifts and the type of work that you do for a very specific company. And let's hope they take care of you. <laughs> that's my hope. And... <clears throat> In doing so, what may serve you today, hopefully will serve you for a long while, and it may at some point stop, and you may need a whole other position, a whole other set of tools, a whole other set of skills, whatever it might be. Or maybe you come to find out you need a break altogether, right? So this can apply for both, but obviously he's talking a lot from the creative, the creator, the artist, the entrepreneur. And again, we're all entrepreneurs. And I know a lot of you might be saying like, no, I'm not really an entrepreneur. I'm like, if you're managing your life, if you were here on earth, you are an entrepreneur. You are having to manage your existence. Now, you know, you can do anything you want with that (laughs) and how you manage that existence. But one way or another, you are the CEO of your life. So I'm going to read this chapter. I'm going to go through again. It's just like a page and a half as usual, but such a great book. And it really resonated. I know it will resonate with all of you. So he says, what motivates us to work so diligently? What drives us to finish certain pieces and not others? I can tell you there's so much behind the scenes. You have no idea. I have 75,000 pieces of media or no, 65, 62,000 pieces of media on my phone. I have so much stuff I've never launched. I have so much stuff that I've launched and, you know, it fulfilled that initial role and that was it. I had stuff that I said I was going to do. I didn't do. I mean, I, I started to do it, but then it just, the, the, the feeling went lost and it, it's done, right? 
So what drives us to finish certain pieces and not others? We would like to think that it's our enthusiasm, a feeling that wells up when in the throes of self-expression. This energy is not generated by us. We are caught by it. We picked it up from the work. It contains the charge, a contagious vitality that pulls us forward. Works hinting at greatness contain a charge we can feel, like static before a lightning storm. They consume their maker, occupying waking thoughts and dreams. Sometimes they become the artist's reason for living. Absolutely. I know you you think you can possibly think that that's possible. Or maybe uh, some of you out there actually do know this very, very well. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love it. Works hinting at greatness contain a charge we can feel. Even my shift towards um, my work and making me a primary client of my work um, I could feel a major difference. And it, what's interesting is I have I have a few uh, private clients that I still work with, um, and I actually feel the same for their mission. I feel good about what I do with them. I'm also, they're also aligned clients. I won't work with anybody that's not. Um, you know, there's a whole vetting process <laughs> at this point because of how much of just people I've worked for that worked with that weren't aligned. So I bring that up. Um, because sometimes it's the energy for ourselves, sometimes it's the energy for somebody else that we are aligned with, right? And I just wanted to share that with you. Sometimes they become the artist's reason for living. I know what it feels like um, to go after my stuff. I just do. It has such an incredible feeling. Now, there are moments of resistance. There are moments of stagnation. There are moments of um, slow And he does bring this up coming up here momentarily, but let me keep reading. The energy feels similar to another force of creation in the world. Love. A kinetic draw between our rational comprehension. Early in a project, excitement is the inner vault vault meter to uh, to help choose which seed to develop. When you're handling a seed and the needle jumps, it indicates that the work is worthy of your attention, your devotion. It holds the potential to sustain your interest and make the effort worthwhile. As you experiment and craft, more energetic charges are set off as further decisions are made. You catch yourself losing track of time, forgetting to eat, withdrawing from the outside world. This definitely happens, especially when you get consumed by the next step, the next level, the next piece of work that you're doing. I will say this, as I've gotten a little bit older and seeing that I don't want to burn out. I don't want to, I, the more I learn about how we handle our present and that the dopamine, the, the reward system, if you will, comes from the work on how you create your life. For any of you listening, the clarity workshop will help you. <laughs> if you haven't done it by now, there's like 1600 of you in there clarity. Cause the first, the first thing is about the average perfect day. Like, so if you have an idea of how you want to live your life, your whole day you're creating from that place versus the dopamine of, well, when I get this project done. And by the way, I do slip and fall every now and then. I There are moments where I get so consumed by the project that I even go off. I, I forget to do some of my daily activities and rituals that really help me um, sustain. But as I get older, sustainable momentum is a, a, a term I'm coining. Sustainable momentum, which is... Yes, I can lose track of time. Yes, I can forget to eat. But no, I don't want to. Because I've learned that I want my habits 
and my daily routines and my tools and my prayers and my eating and my health and all these things to support the work for longevity than to burn out. Do I burn out every now and then? Yes, it happens. But I immediately go right back to the things that ground me and go right back into my my life systems, if you will. Sustainable momentum, something to think about because um, it's preservation of the longevity of something that you really want to continue on with your life. And this goes for family, this goes for finances, this goes for your health, this goes for your extracurriculars, your hobbies, your passions, your projects, your, you know, everything, your business, your podcast. He says, other times the process is a grind. Minutes pass slowly and you count down the days until the work is complete. A prisoner etching marks on a cell wall. <laughs> He's true. It's, it's true. I mean, for me, it's true. There are moments where the work can feel like a complete, utter grind. You're just trying to figure it out. And it's not the fun part of the creating. It, or it may be the... Uh, the part you avoid the most, or maybe it's the part that you're just so disinterested in, or maybe it's so overwhelming that you're like, I just got to get through this and then, you know, get on to the next thing, right? So he says, remember that the energy in the work isn't always accessible to you. At times you take a wrong turn and the charge is lost, or you're so deep in the details that you can't see the bigger picture. Even with the greatest work, it's natural for excitement to wax and wane. And that's what I wanted to bring up. It's normal. Sometimes your energy is supercharged. Other times it's just not coming. I recently, you know, it's funny. I was on a uh, energetic high for um, really right into the new year, right into the new year. I mean, I just, I was just constantly creating all of the things in the manner I wanted to. It was also um, very easy to stay focused while a lot of the world was kind of doing the thing during the holidays. Um, and January hits and, you know, there was this extra energy of things that needed, um, well, I'd already gotten a lot done, but like of extra things that I knew I wanted done before the end of January. And there were some pushes in there. There was some resistance in there. There was some like, you know, things I just didn't want to do. And then all of a sudden you get to a point where you're like, all right, we're going to use, um, some of our grounding routines that help us get into the mindset. And if we're not, we're going to, we're going to work through it. We're going to, we're going to use the the, the routines to work through it um, to allow the creativity to come through where it needs to and when, right? But no pressure. And so he says, if the work is thrilling one day and it isn't for a long while after, you may have experienced a false indicator. Uh, I like this. When the, mo when the moments of joy seem like a distant memory and the work feels like an obligation to a past idea, this could mean you've either gone too far or that particular seed wasn't actually ready to germinate yet. What I, how I interpret this part here is sometimes, and this has happened to me, sometimes um, I started something that it, it ended up coming back again full circle years later or months later. And um, sometimes it was because priority, sometimes it was because excitement uh, started to wane, sometimes it was because, oh, you know what, before I even really ever do that, I need some other things in place. Any number of reasons that that can happen, right? So sometimes it, your ideas just need to germinate a little bit. Other times, I like how he says it could be a false indicator, meaning just because you can doesn't mean you should. It was an expression I heard many years ago. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Maybe you started to experiment with it, but it doesn't really quite fully fit in a line with your future. Learn to let it go. 
He says, if the energy is depleted, either back up a few steps to tap back into the charge or find a new seed generating excitement. One of the skills an artist develops is the ability to recognize when either they are they or the work have nothing left to give each other. There's a relationship with your work. All living things are interconnected, depending on one another to survive. A work of art is no different. It generates excitement in you. This commands your attention, and your attention is exactly what's required for it to grow. It's a harmonic, mutually dependent relationship. The creator and the creation rely on each other to thrive. The call, of, the call of the artist is to follow the excitement. Where there's excitement, there's energy. And where there's energy, there is light. So, um, I, the what I want to finalize this episode really to talk about is that if you are finding excitement wane, it's good to know if the energy is giving... It's good to know how the, the energy is giving you direction. And what I mean by that is that if the excitement is waning you could be tired and just need rest or it could be something that needs to be um, moved to a later on or maybe it's as he indicates a false indicator and maybe just not necessarily needed for the bigger picture but i i like that he gives that option you know to say like pay attention to the energy and that um i'll tell you that the things that i love the most um, I, I love the energy and there are times that I don't, there are, I love writing more than anything. I absolutely love my writing. I love it. There are certain aspects of it that I have to sometimes do, I get to do. And, um, you know, it's, it, it can be somewhat depleting. That doesn't mean that I don't love it. That is my creation. That is something that I love to have a relationship with. Now, what it does indicate to me is how to have a better relationship with it or optimize that particular area. Can I change the day that I do it? Can I change the time? Can I change the process? Can I take small breaks? Can I uh, space it out? Can I condense it? Can I do it in the morning? Can I do it in the evening? <laughs> can I do it at a remote location or can I do it at my house? And if I do it at my house, can I do it somewhere else in the house? You get what I'm saying? So the energy dictates the direction. What do I need to do? Do I need to optimize this because I know uh, that this is still something that very much means something to me? Or no, the work here is complete, right? And I think that's a lot in life. You know, you'll find that in a lot of your work. So... Um, you know, I mean, it's similar to you growing up and <laughs> when you're going through school and you're going through, um, you know, different stages of work and um, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, you know, on up, whatever. Right. So pay attention to the energy in your work. It's giving you direction. Sometimes you'll be charged. Sometimes there'll be the light. Sometimes <laughs> you'll feel depleted. But in all cases, it's giving you direction. Thank you for tuning in to every single episode. Pay attention to the energy in your work. It's giving you direction, a creative act, a way of being. Check out the book. It's in the show notes in the recommended reading list. Uh, I keep adding books there. I appreciate you guys tuning in to every single episode. If you have any questions, you guys can always reach out. Please leave a five-star written review on Apple. Please leave a five-star rating on Spotify. I've been noticing you guys actually been leaving them lately. Uh, it's, I also know that we've doubled in size on the podcast, so I appreciate you guys in doing that. 
Um, it really means a lot for me for expanding the awareness of the show. Uh, you know, these platforms go ahead and they recommend the show to more people when there's more interaction from the community, when there's more, um, you know, feedback and reviews and things like that. So it means a lot to me. Thank you. And uh, if you have any other questions, there's other things in the show notes. There's workshops. There's uh, the Clarity Workshop. There's our community. If you need help and a crew to run with, we do uh, weekly coaching and like peak performance, human um, optimization, mindset, creativity, business, like all the things. Uh, we've got a cool little crew that we're running with. Um, check out that link as well. And uh, as always, I love and appreciate you guys. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.